Welcome to the Toxin Terminator, helping people to restore and renew their health by removing the toxins from the home and their lives. Join in as industry thought leaders help you understand the physical and emotional effects these products can have on you and your family, and the safe alternatives you can use to remove the hidden toxins for renewed health. Now, please welcome your host, the Toxin Terminator herself, Amy Carlson. Hi there, and thanks for tuning in. If you are a new listener to our show, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out in any episodes. Remember, I'd love to hear your feedback. So give us a review and a rating down below as well. And if you'd like to talk to me personally, you can go to my website at www.amyeecarlson.com and schedule a free consultation with me. I'd love to hear from you. If there's things that you'd like to hear more of, if you have some issues that you are struggling with and you'd like to get some help with, I am there for you. Make sure you come to my website and schedule your free call with me. So let's talk today about our microbiome. In this episode, we're going to talk about what it is. We're going to talk about the connection between health and disease and how to support our microbiome. So microbiome seems to be a real buzzword in the health and wellness industry today, but what exactly does it consist of? It is a community of microorganisms like bacteria, fungi, and viruses that inhabit an ecosystem or an organism like a host is what we call it. We find microbiomes in the human body. We can find them in our soil and also our water and air. They vary from place to place and person to person. They are dynamic, meaning they're going to change based on things like diet, climate, and the environment. It's estimated that a person's microbiome may include as many as 8 million genes, in addition to the 20,000 to 25,000 that are in our genomes. That's crazy how many of those little microorganisms are on our body. So where do we find the microbiome? The biggest one that we hear about all the time is our gut. But we also have a microbiome system in our mouth that affects our gut, that affects our vagina. We actually have a microbiome on our vagina and our skin. And in this week's interview on episode 31 with Susan Bratton, she specifically talked about the microbiome of the gut and the vagina, how they intertwine and how they affect our libido. So if you haven't listened to that, I highly encourage you to go back and listen to her episode. She had great information on that. We actually start forming our microbiome when we're born. We receive a lot, if we have a vaginal birth, we receive a lot of a microbiome from our mother, but it continues to develop through the next three years of our life until it becomes a mature, developed system. These microbiomes fulfill many different functions that are essential to our life. For instance, they will synthesize vitamins and minerals. They aid in the digestion of our food. They strengthen our immune system. And some even guide how the brain develops. 
Now, each person varies in their microbiome, and there are different microbiomes in different areas of the world, areas of the country. So scientists are really finding that not only are they unique to each individual, they're unique to different areas as well. I was just reading an article from Blue Zones, which that is a team of researchers that go out and find communities of centurions these are people who live to be the age of 100, and they have found different pockets within the world, and they study them and find why. What are they doing differently in their culture to produce so many people who are living beyond the age of 100, and not just living beyond the age of 100, but healthy living? They just published an article, I get their newsletter, about how our microbiome system is very much affected by social, that we used to think that it was really tied into environment and food. But our social interaction is having an effect on our microbiome as well. And that makes sense because think about it. We shake hands, we hug people, we kiss, you know, so we're passing our microbiome systems because it's found in the mouth from one person to another as well. And they're finding more and more of this and they're doing more and more studies through apes and chimpanzees and baboons and because they're the most closely related to humans and they're finding how the microbiomes change from one family unit to the next. And we know that even though our microbiome is unique to each individual, it's also unique to families. So you'll have like a microbiome aura of your family unit, immediate family, that are all pretty much the same within a family unit. So it's really quite interesting information. I find it just, I can dive into this kind of stuff all day long. Now, the connection between health and disease is scientists are finding and research shows there are really, really strong connections between the health of your microbiome and whether you have obesity, type 2 diabetes is very much related to it, cirrhosis, rheumatoid arthritis, which is considered an autoimmune disease. IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, which again is an autoimmune disease, anxiety, depression. You know, we talk a lot about the gut-brain connection and autism, again, a neuro disorder. So there's a big connection between our gut and our brain, and that is found through the vagus nerve that connects the two. Scientists used to believe that the brain dictated everything in the body and that messages were going out of the brain. And now they're finding that the gut is really considered a second brain and there's way more communication going up to the brain than there is coming out of the brain really great information. So if you have things that you're struggling with that are neuro-related or autoimmune-related, you might want to take a look at your gut health and the microbiome of your gut. It would be a really good start. So how can we support the microbiome system? I always say when I'm talking to people that there's not a fix for everybody. It's what works for your body. So I'm going to give you some suggestions right now, just a few and you have to figure out what works for you. So the key things that we want to focus on in having a healthy microbiome system is our environment. What toxins are we exposed to? 
Also, moving. You know, when we move from one distinct area to another, we travel, we're exposed to a completely different microbiome system than what we're accustomed to, so that'll affect it. Diet plays a huge role. What are we feeding the microbiome system? And pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals can have a major impact on our gut microbiome. I'm not saying they're good or bad. I'm just saying they have an effect on it. Many times when we're killing off bad bacteria and viruses, we're also killing off all of the good as well. So it absolutely affects the balance of the microbiome system. So what can you do? Well, there's supplements that you can take. There's both prebiotics and probiotics. There's lots of different information on those and lots and lots of different companies that make both pre and probiotics. So I encourage you to do your research and find something that you trust. And also a great, great way to help balance and feed the good and keep things in balance is by intaking fermented foods. So if you don't want to supplement, this is another great way to get the balance the way that we want it to be. So things like sauerkraut, kombucha, kefir, which is a fermented milk, yogurt, really watch your yogurts because yogurts can be full of lots and lots of sugar and fungus will live on sugar. And so we don't necessarily want to be feeding the bad. So Greek yogurt is lower in sugar content. So just make sure that that's something you're paying attention to. You can also make your own yogurt too, depending on how motivated you are. And apple cider vinegar, raw apple cider vinegar. The research and science shows so many great things for our bodies with raw apple cider vinegar. Energy, focus, clarity, sleep, digestive issues, immune support. There's so many positive things that apple cider vinegar can do because it's supporting and building a good, healthy microbiome. And that is one of the easiest ways to get because you can buy a bottle of raw apple cider vinegar with the mother still in it and just add a tablespoon to water. And I like to add either a fresh squeezed lemon or lemon essential oil into it and just drink that as a drink every single day. First thing in the morning is optimal, but if you're getting that in every single day, it will really help as a tablespoon. It's not a lot that you have to do. I hope you found this beneficial in learning more about the microbiome and why it's so important that we have a healthy microbiome system. Again, it is a leading factor to so many autoimmune diseases and mental issues as well. Make sure if you'd like to know what your toxic risk exposure is to go to my website at www.amycarlson.com backslash landing backslash assessment. You can take my free assessment and see exactly what your exposure is. And if you want to get on a call with me, we can get a game plan for you on how to limit those toxic exposures for yourself. You guys have a blessed afternoon. Thank you for listening and I appreciate you. That's all for this episode of The Toxin Terminator. And we hope we've helped you remove the hidden toxins in your life for renewed health. If you're looking to continue your journey towards full rejuvenation, reach out to Amy directly by visiting amycarlson.com for your own one-on-one chat session, as well as your free toxic risk assessment. That's A-I-M-E-E carlson.com. And remember, you are just one small change away from renewed health.